I'm so glad that you're here. You are listening to What the Fuck Did She Just Say? with your host, that's me, Sandra Priestley. I'm all about living our best life and finding our zone of brilliance and then removing the resistance so that we can go all in. I say random crazy shit, which is why I called this podcast the way that I did, and I really hate long, drawn-out intros, so let's fucking go. For as far back as I can remember, I would create a New Year's resolution, whether I was in grade four or fourth year university. It was something that I did every single year, and I tried to always have my New Year's resolution solidified by the time January 1st at midnight started. Like I really wanted to start the the new year with my new year's resolution. There were a few years, I guess, where I probably waited for a couple of days to really figure it out. And it was probably mid forties when it was really popular online, um, to just choose a word of the year, one word of the year. The reason that people came up with the one word of the year was because everyone was failing on their new year's resolutions. I mean, just today I looked and it's something like 23% of people are estimated to give up on their new year's resolution by the first week. I, I don't even know. I think it might be the 18th, January 18th. Almost everyone has given up. (laughs) And I think it's January 13th of 2024, which is deemed National Quitters Day. I mean, what the hell? So knowing that most people were not able to commit to their New Year's resolutions, it made sense that we tried to find something that would maybe be a little bit more beneficial, more successful. So one word of the year became a thing. And I did that for a number of years. And I chose words like bold and courage and inspire. And those words were wonderful. But there was a couple of things that I didn't like about the one word of the year. Number one was it didn't feel hopeful to me. I mean, it didn't feel as exciting as me sitting down going, okay, what's my new year's resolution? What am I going to commit to this year? Having a vibe, having, um, you know, a one word of like bold, it sounded fancy, but I mean, how can you really quantify bold? And half the time I forgot my fucking word of the year. So you know, I really needed to write it down somewhere. My podcast co-host on the happy half hour, Lee Cuban, she does this thing where she writes her word of the year on a rock, which I am going to do. Um, and she actually, I just heard this today. She keeps her rock with her. So she's got this rock with her word of the year on it. And she might have it in her car. She might have it in her purse. Really, really good way to remember what your word of the year is. And for, for me now, I just see word of the year as like the vibe that I want to carry through for the year. Here's the thing about that is number one, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of changed my vibes throughout the year. 
depending on how I feel. I feel like we should evolve. Um, but also you can't quantify gold. And it's not really goal attainable. I mean, goals should be in smart format, right? So if we use the word bold, is it specific? Fuck no. It's generic as hell. Is it measurable? Can I measure how bold I've been? Not really. Is it attainable? I guess so. But is it attainable long-term and every single day? Probably not. Is it realistic? Is it realistic for me to be bold? Yeah, sure, I guess. Is it time-sensitive? Possibly I could say that I want to be bold every single day for 365 days. But at the end of the year, if I felt like I achieved bold every single day, where would I be? It just felt not as fun, not as helpful, not as great. And I actually feel like my New Year's resolution process, the process of creating it was more fun. And I decided that I wanted to go back to it. Because even if I failed, I wanted to be able to commit to myself. Even if it happens to be 13 days or 21 days. And I don't think that failure is bad. So for me, if I wanted to do 18 days of one goal and then stop and then start another goal again, that's still okay. I'm still farther ahead by doing that than choosing a word of the year like bold. I'm never going to fail at that probably, right? Because it's not quantifiable. I can't tell that I'm going to fail it, but it's also not tangible enough for me to actually evolve. So I have gone back to word of the year. Now I did this in 2022 last year. I looked back at my year and I decided that what I wanted to do was I wanted to journal. I wanted to journal every single day. And the reason that I wanted to do this was because I could see that there was, I was holding myself back. And I knew that any successful business coaches or successful coaches in general did a shit ton of mindset work and every single one of them journaled. And so I decided that I had done a really piss poor job at trying to journal, committing to journal. And so I knew that I needed to figure out a way that worked for me. And I knew that I needed to commit to it. So at the end of 2022, even though I didn't say at that time that it was a new year's resolution, I made a deal with myself. I made, I set, like I, I dared myself basically to commit to 365 days of journaling. And I made it almost anyway, we're almost at 365 days. There were definitely some days that I did not come through. I was not perfect. Some days I wrote one sentence. Some days I did not write a sentence, but the majority of days I committed to journaling. I felt I filled a whole entire book and a half. And I found it was so powerful, not just 
from the things that came out of the journaling process, but it was the commitment to the journaling, the commitment to something 365 days that I felt that was super powerful. So I want to talk to you quickly about why I think, like how we keep our New Year's resolutions. This is the Sandra Priestley version. So number one was know your goal, but choose to focus on the steps instead. The goal that I had was to make more money in my business and to be more successful in my business, to have more clarity in my business and to to commit to journaling in order to do that. 365 days. So I knew what my goal was, but my steps were every single day to journal. Also, number two was don't focus on how far you've got to go. Focus on feeling success each day. I used to see this when I was a beach body coach and, and women would always start off January 1st. Yeah, I'm going to lose weight. I've done it a lot of years too. So I'm going to lose weight. But the problem is when we focus on, I want to lose 10 pounds in January, I want to lose 50 pounds total. When we focus there and we don't move towards that goal because all we're thinking about is weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. When we do that, we feel failure. We're more likely to quit. So instead of focusing on what your end goal is, if you focus on the steps and you focus on success every single day, you'll eventually get there and you'll get there faster and you won't quit in the process. We have to love the journey. So focusing on those steps and making that the success, that is the key. Number three was perfection cannot be the expectation. If you are going to start, if I had started my 365 day journey of journaling and I decided that I had to be perfect and I could not fail on day 113, when I did not journal and then I did, I wouldn't journal from then on in, right? Cause I'd failed. But what if I just decided, okay, that wasn't a great day. I missed it today. I fell asleep, but I'm going to get back on the horse tomorrow. I never, at the beginning, I never expected perfection of myself or any of the women that joined me. And in fact, we said we were going to give ourselves grace, not excuses, but grace. When you focus on giving yourself grace, but still maintaining focus on what you wanted to do every single day. That's where the power is. And then the fourth one was choose something you enjoy because you have to enjoy the process. If I had started a 365 day journaling process and how I did it was grabbing 365 day or 365 journal prompts. I'm telling you, I would not have made it. I hate journal prompts. 
I don't like coming up with them. They're not natural to me. I don't like reading them. I don't like Googling for them. I don't like, I don't use AI, but if I did, it would be easy to go, hey, I need a journal prompt every single day for 365 days. And I would come up with things that were not inspiring as at all. So I needed to come up with a process that I loved. And I did. I came up with journaling techniques, just options that I could choose every single day. And that the people in the group with me, the women that joined me, they could choose from too, because some days we needed to focus on gratitude. And some days we needed to release negative emotions that we didn't want to carry. And some days we felt like we needed to turn on some music and cry while we typed. And some days we needed to dream a little bigger. And so the more, the more I went on, the more I realized that it wasn't really about the journal prompts, but it was about the techniques and having that variety of strategies that you can rely on depending on how you feel. That's what made it fun. That's what made it cathartic as hell. And that's what allowed us to manifest into these amazing things. Any of us who really committed to the journaling process feel like it is magic. And that was probably the best gift of these 365 days of 2023. I think that I will forever create New Year's resolutions. I do love having a word of the year and a vibe of the year. I love it, but it didn't feel like it was motivating and inspiring enough to me. It didn't feel like it was um, something that drove me to be better. It was a word that allowed me to dream, but it didn't get my ass off the couch. So I feel like New Year's resolutions are back in the game. They definitely are for me. Um, And I hope that they are for you too. So those are my ways of keeping your New Year's resolution. The fifth one that I haven't said yet but I think it is important is to have a partner, to have an accountability person to go with you. When I decided that I was going to do this journaling process, um, I invited people to come along with me because I wanted them to have a partner. I knew that I was going to do it for myself. And I knew that I would probably show up for sure if I had other people to show up for. Sometimes we need a little bit of push from someone else. And sometimes we need to be the one that everyone else can rely on, regardless of that fact. If what you want in 2024 is transformation, choose a New Year's resolution that you love, that will get you there, get a partner, that will cheer you on, help you along, that won't allow you to buy into your excuses, that will be there to support you and you will be there to support them. And make sure you give yourself grace in the process. 
And I can't wait to see where we all are at the end of 2024. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had some laughs, maybe some ideas, and that you've been inspired to take some type of action toward the life you've always dreamed of. If you feel so called, I would love it if you would share with your besties and leave a review down below. I look forward to bringing you along on this journey and I will see you in the next episode.